Hi, my name is Shauna Waldron, and I am the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Welcome aboard for another edition of On Screen and Beyond. I'm your host, Brian Zemrak. This is episode 446 of the weekly show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. This week, Shauna Waldron will be joining us. She, of course, was in Little Giants back in the 90s, and she was in The American President. In Little Giants, she played Becky Icebox O'Shea. That's right. And on The American President, uh, that that movie was with, of course, Michael Douglas and Annette Bening, and a, a great film. The Little Giants was with Ed O'Neill, and it's just, you know, uh, Rick Moranis, and it's just a lot of fun. So, anyway, she's going to be joining us. She has a new movie out that comes out on January 13th, and it's called Night Lights. Now, this is a lot different than those movies, a very serious movie, a lot of great things in it, and you want to check it out. It's about autism. And it's it's a good film, so be sure to check that out. We're going to talk about all that and a whole lot of other stuff, so stick around for that. That's coming up in a few minutes right here on On Screen and Beyond. And uh, let's see what's been going on. This weekend, I went to see Taken 3, and I like the title on it. It says at the, at, on the poster, you know, it says uh, uh, what something about uh, the final or this is the end or something like that. You know it's not going to be the end. It never is the end. <laughs> they will continue to make Taken 4, 5, 6, 7, you know, just go on and on. But it was a lot of fun. It was a fun movie if you like a lot of action, a lot of, a lot of uh, heart-pounding, you know, fight scenes and everything else. So uh, it, was, it was good, and Liam Neeson does a good job in it. And uh, let's see, what else? Uh, I guess that's about it. we got a lot of great things coming your way in the next couple of weeks. We've got some great guests lined up. If you have a suggestion that uh, you'd like to have somebody here on the show, email it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. I'll see what I can do about getting that person on. What do you say? It's time for Remake Madness, next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, it looks like Disney will be remaking Beauty and the Beast into a live-action film with Bill Condon as director. Condon recently directed Twilight Breaking Dawn. And Jennifer Saunders, creator of Absolutely Fabulous, has written the first draft of an Absolutely Fabulous film. And that's going from the small screen to the big screen, and you can look for that possibly in 2016. And Mark Wahlberg says... He wants to bring Boardwalk Empire from the small screen to the silver screen. And it's in the very early stages, so we'll have to see what happens with this. But Wahlberg is one of the producers of the TV show, so there's a possibility. That's it for Remake Madness. Next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as upcoming new movies? Upcoming new movies. Melissa McCarthy will star and produce... Michelle Darnell. Now, this is about a company bigwig who is put in jail for insider trading and tries to reinvent herself as America's sweetheart after being released. That sounds kind of familiar. That's coming our way on April 8th of 2016. 
And Jeremy Renner will star as Steve McQueen in a biopic. And uh, it's going to be about, of course, Steve McQueen's life. No release date on that yet. And Nicolas Cage stars in Pay the Ghost as a professor frantically searches for his son who was abducted during a Halloween parade. That is it for upcoming new movies. Next on On Screen and Beyond, we are going to take a little walk down to Sequel City and find out what's coming away as far as sequels. Sequel City, it looks like uh, Sylvester Stallone making another Rambo movie. Of course, we've talked about that. There is now word that a Rambo TV show is in the works, but Stallone will not play the lead character John Rambo in that. And The Purge 3 will be released on July 1st, 2016. And the prequel to The Wizard of Oz, Wicked, is headed from Broadway to the big screen. And there is no definite word on the release date yet. That's it for Sequel City. Next on On Screen to be on. What's coming your way as far as TV on DVD? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TV on DVD, Season 2, Part 1 of the 60s Batman TV show will come our way on February 10th in a four-disc set. April 7th, you can look for Barney Miller, the complete seventh season, to arrive. And, of course, we had an interview with Hal Linden, who played Barney Miller. Just go back in our uh, rerun section of OnScreenToBeyond.com, and you can find that and listen to it. And on March 10th, Ancient Aliens, Season 7, Volume 1, will land in stores. That is it for TV on DVD. Next on On Screen to Be On, Movies on DVD. Movies on DVD, Annie will dance its way into stores on March 10th. Horrible Bosses 2 makes its way to store shelves on February 24th. And also on February 24th, Big Hero 6 arrives. That is it for Movies on DVD. Next on On Screen to Be On, it is TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time on March 1st. Fox will bring us Will Fort as the last man on Earth as it arrives with back-to-back episodes. And Fox also will renew Bob's Burgers for Season 6. And Season 5 of Game of Thrones will come our way on April 12th. That is it for TV and Entertainment Time. Next on On's Grin and Beyond... It's time for Celebrity Birthdays. We baked you a birthday cake. If you get a tummy ache. And you moan and groan and woe. Don't forget we told you so. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! (laughs) Celebrity Birthdays, it looks like on January 12th, Howard Stern turns 60. And Christy Alley turns 63. And January 13th, Liam Hemsworth turns 24, Orlando Bloom 37, Patrick Dempsey 48, and Rip Taylor past guests here at On Screen and Beyond. You can hear the interview at onscreenandbeyond.com in our rerun section. Turns 80. 
January 14th, Jason Bateman turns 45. Faye Dunaway turns 73. January 15th, Pitbull turns 33. And Charo turns 63. January 16th, Ronnie Millsap turns 71. January 17th, Betty White turns 92 years old. And Jim Carrey turns 52. And Steve Harvey turns 57. That's it for Celebrity Birthdays. Next, it is listeners' birthdays, and we don't have any because nobody sent any in for this time. So, But if you, a friend or a relative, is having a birthday, send it to me here at onscreenandbeyond.com. Just send it to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and we will share it with all the On Screen and Beyond listeners here, and we'll all wish you a very happy birthday. So go ahead and do that. Send us your name and where you live and, uh, you know, the age if you'd like. Some people get irritated if I say their age, but, uh, you know, I'll say whatever you send me. So, all right. And uh, that's it for celebrity and listener birthdays. So we wish you all a very happy birthday. And now it is time for Shauna Waldron to join us here at On Screen and Beyond. She was... Uh, played Icebox in Little Giants, and she was the daughter of the American president, Michael Douglas in The American President. And she has a new movie out that's a really great film called Night Lights, and you can catch it on January 13th. All right, so uh, we're going to talk about all that. Shauna Waldron next, right here on On Screen and Beyond. My guest today on On Screen and Beyond is an actress who has worked with Michael Douglas and Annette Bening in The American President, with Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill in Little Giants, and now she has a new movie coming out on DVD on January 13th called Night Lights. It's Shauna Waldron. Shauna, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Hi, thanks. <laughs> now, Shauna, it just amazes me. I, I, I'm almost speechless here because... You were so young when you started out acting. How did you get into acting? Uh, you know, actually, I um, this woman that worked at my mom's work was an actress, and she told uh, she told me one day because I was ice, I was an ice skater from uh, from four to twelve, and she told me that there was an open call for this movie, uh, Life with Mikey, that Michael J. Fox movie where he goes out and finds a kid. It was like an open call, mm-hmm. and I went to that with my mom, and um, it was one of those things where. I got really close. There were hundreds of kids, and I got really close. And I went into audition, and and all of a sudden, all these adults were like, "Can I get you anything? Are you okay? Would you like, you know, would you like a, a beverage? Why don't you come?" It was just this like whole world of like, "Oh, I, I could, I could do this, you know? Like I could do this. This is this is not ice skating. <laughs> this is this is this is totally different." And um, I don't know. It just kind of gave me the bug for it, and I uh, I, you know, went to a couple places, got an agent, and started auditioning. I, ca- I dragged my mother into doing it. You know, she was like, are you sure? I'm like, yes. <laughs> this is amazing. I get to I get to play for a living. Right. You got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you say you were skating, but when you started, were, was your intentions to become a, uh, you know, like an Olympic skater or something? That's where we were headed. I've, I've done so many competitions, but like, you know, you, re- you reach a certain age, especially in your teenage years, where you're like, I don't think I want to, I don't think my passion is here. You know, it's like, this was fun, but all my other girlfriends that were doing it were like, so, I mean, I was waking up at four in the morning 
to go ice skiing before school. Um, <laughs> and it was like, you know, <laughs> putting tights on, um, on at four in the morning really sucks. <laughs> like, there's nothing <laughs> fun about it when you're cold. And uh, I don't know, it was just, I think in order to do that, you really have to have a passion. And, and I just liked skating fast and dancing. I liked performing, you know, and, and it wasn't, I don't know, it just wasn't, wasn't my thing at the end of the day, but I, uh, I do love it. I just went ice skating actually the other day and it was so much fun. I was like, really? Oh my God. Yeah. I hadn't done it forever. And we went for Christmas and yeah, it was just, it was magical, but you know, no, there's just a point where I realized that's not what I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. Could you do all those, uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of the terms I've heard on, on you know. Yeah, the, the, like the, axles, axles and, and cows. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did that. <laughs> I did that. It's funny because my boyfriend can barely stand on the ice. It's like, it's okay, baby. <laughs> I'll walk you around. It's fine. But, um, yeah, I I mean, I love it. But, you know, sometimes in your heart you just know what you want to do. And after mm-hmm. a while it's like, I don't think I want to do this. Yeah. Now, were, were you but, into hockey at all? No, not in the hockey, just the ice skating, but, you know, I did like hockey. My mom never let me. She's like, no way. <laughs> We're not playing hockey. You're going to get killed. Which, you know, I think I could have held my own pretty well, but my mom, you know moms. Yeah. <laughs> Protective. <laughs> Especially mine. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember you from uh, the, the Little Giants and uh, yeah. thinking about how you... Now, I don't know if it was the way you were acting for that or if that's was what you were like, but I think you could handle yourself if you had been on the ice rink. <laughs> yeah, I actually... That was, pretty much, that was pretty much me. Like, I... That, that, that was me. <laughs> for, for Little Giants to a T. But, um, I mean, heck, that process was unreal, getting mm-hmm. that part was one of the most torturous experiences of my life really they had well, me waiting oh yeah yeah well i i'd like to talk about that but first i'd like to, to get talk about your new movie that's coming out yeah. and then if you if it's okay we'll talk about uh, what you did of in course. the past january 13th the movie comes out on dvd and this sounds compared to the other movies that you've done or the you know the, the big ones that you've done um this sounds totally different i mean of course different than little giants and the american president it sounds like a really dramatic role nightlights yeah you know i i i'm really proud and honored to be a part of this movie like when i read it it was one of those things where i was just really praying that i I even had a chance at it i um i and and mainly because you know like I know, there's just very few roles that come around that don't involve some hot girl holding a gun looking mean right. or some role where she's the nagging girlfriend and her boyfriend's just so funny. You know, it's just so, it's so rare. Or there's, there's, you know, there's no Kaiser Soze ending. It's like just a story about a family. And, you know, actually... I, it relates very close to me just because, you know, there's family members in my family who are the person that I played. So it's something that I feel like a lot of people can relate to. And I don't know, there just aren't that many movies that out there where they're done, like, from the heart, you know, and just, just mm-hmm. tell a story. Yeah. Well, and uh, I don't know, when I when I got it and I, 
audition for it. I was really lucky to get it, and I'm, I'm just really honored. Like, there's just not a lot of movies that deal with autism and just just mm-hmm. a story. You yeah. know, it's like yeah. Well, when I read the be a comedy or something, right? Know? Yeah. When I read the press release, it was like, okay, this sounds like a, a, a really good movie because it's 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 got to be based on a story, not just you know, special effects or, yeah. or, or, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, it, it sounds like a, you know, it sounds like a tearjerker, but, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. My mom was bawling her eyes out when she started the first time. I'm like, um, 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 it, it's, it's one of those things that was written by somebody who, who's worked in facilities, who's worked, um, with autism, who's really close to it. So it wasn't just written by some, Hollywood guy who is just trying to make a quick buck. It's like written by somebody who actually cares and has those experiences. And I don't know, when I read it, you could really tell. And it was just one of those things where um, I just, uh, I don't know, it just, I just really, I just really wanted it so bad. I wanted it so bad. I mean, I haven't auditioned it forever just because, and by choice, you know, I just, mm-hmm, there's yep. just other things to do in life. But, um, a friend of mine is work in Chicago. I had actually moved to Chicago at the time, and because um, that city is amazing. Oh yeah, I grew up in Glendale in, in California, so when I went to Chicago, I was like, I don't want to stay here for a while. But I had a, a girlfriend who was an agent out there, and it came across her desk, and she said, I really want to submit you for this, and she sent me the script. I was like, Yes, please, yes, please, yes, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, it was just. One of those things, again, those guys had me waiting forever after the auditioning process. They were like, you're so great, you're wonderful. And then you don't hear anything for weeks, and you're like, I don't think they realize what that does to an actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, sure. I, I don't think people realize how crazy that makes you feel. But, um, you know, I just, and also during the audition process, like the, the producers and the director and the writers, they were such great guys. I was like, God, I just want to know these people. Please let me get this part just so I can know these people. And I don't know, there's very few sets that are, like magic sets and mm-hmm. this was one of them and, and the story's just so it's just so sweet and kind and, and fair and brutally honest and and you know maybe not everybody's opinion you know it's not it's just something that it's just something that I, I feel really honored to be a part of yeah. you know yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's, so, it's you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the blockbusters and all that stuff, but you know, after a while, you, you get tired of the same superheroes running around in their underwear, and you know, <laughs> and it's nice to have a movie that that means something. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I love when superheroes run around oh, yeah. in their underwear. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> Sign me up for that. But um, but you know, it's it's just so rare that you find something that. It means something, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. very lucky to be a part of that. So, yeah. Now, had you ever worked with any of the people involved with it, or any of the actors? No, no. Although I'm good friends with everybody, and half those people moved out to LA, so I get to see them all the time. But um, no, it was just one of those things where uh, you know I auditioned and was just really hoping, hoping, hoping that I would be able to be a part of that little family, and mm-hmm. and I got in, and you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's just. It was something that really related to home when when I when I read the script and yeah. and in fact yeah. Leslie Estabrook has been a guest on our show. Oh, very cool! Yeah. yeah, she was she was so sweet. I mean, you know, she was somebody who was really fun to work with. Like, 
I was just everybody on the set was fun to work with. Steven, who played my brother, when we auditioned together. Um, and the other people I auditioned with who didn't get the part, they, they were good as well. Yeah. You know, not knocking them at all. Great right. actors. Yeah. But Steven, like, not only does he look like we look like siblings, there's just some moments, and it's so rare in an audition when you're acting with somebody and you've never met them before, and there's just this thing in their eyes where it's just, it just feels so natural, even for you while you're acting. Mm-hmm. And that's what Steven does. He's just so good. He's so good. Um, he makes it easy, you know, and I just um, I just remember that audition just going, God, I really want to work with these people. Like, that was good. That yeah. was, that yeah. felt good, you hmm. know. Well, we've been chatting about this here, but uh, our listeners don't really know what the movie is about. So can you give uh, give us a little rundown of what Night Lights is about? Yeah, of course. Night Lights is about uh, just about a family and about a uh, sister taking care of her brother after, you know, the, the father left a long time ago when they were younger and the mother passed away. So she just kind of adopted the role into taking over the mother part and raising her brother. You know, it's her brother. How could she leave him? How mm-hmm. could she just put him in a home somewhere? It's like, you know, and it's just about her trying to find some sort of balance and realizing that, you know, you just really can't do it all on your own. And um, and those that do, it's like, I don't know. Just I just I just feel like people don't realize how um, intense and challenging that situation is and it's so easy for people to just dismiss that it's like but it's family it's your brother that's you know it's it's not black and white it's it's a gray area and it's messy and you know is it okay to be selfish you know mm-hmm. like at what point do you have to do something for yourself and you know at what point you know how do you, and how do you work with it you know it's just about that inner struggle struggle of you know, always putting somebody before you and realizing maybe you've got to do something for yourself, too. And, you know, it was just really intense. And Stephen Lewis Grush is just, like, one of the best actors ever. He's amazing. And I don't say that a lot of people. And Kate Blackspence and Jeff Garrison, like, the whole cast is incredible. Um, You know, Kate, who plays this girl who lives above me, who tries to help, she's again one of those people who makes acting so easy because she gives you something i don't know she gives you something that makes you better you know mm-hmm. and yeah. um and so does jeff the guy that plays the you know guy that i'm interested in or who's interested in me but but steven's role is just so difficult you know finding that fine line of being real and he's incredible like he's just incredible you you know, so many people that have seen this movie have asked me, is he autistic? And it's like, no, he's not. That, and that's, you know, he's, that's good acting. <laughs> that's good acting. Yes, <laughs> really have good to ask. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, it's, and he's, <laughs> actually, I think a lot of people go, hey, that hot guy that plays your brother that's autistic, is he autistic? <laughs> <laughs> talking about how hot Jacob is. But, um, <laughs> but, uh, it, it was, it was really, you know, just, great to be able to explore a role where you know you just um, you just have an opportunity to act you mm-hmm. know yeah. to just 
tell somebody's story and it's not you know it's not the like I said it's not the nagging girlfriend it's not any of that it's right, just like yeah. a nice story about a family so I guess to answer your question I guess that's what it's about <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah now how long a shoot was it um gosh I think it was about a month month about a month that we filmed it it was so hot oh my god in Chicago when we filmed Oh, you filmed it right in so Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we filmed in Chicago. It was so great. I did a movie in Michigan and, and met a bunch of people from Chicago and went to Chicago, and it made me realize I think I need to be out here for a while. And I just got really lucky that that movie, I don't think I would have ever been a part of that movie if I were living in L.A. at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because my girlfriend out there knew that I was living out there. She's like, you know, you're out here. You should just audition for this. And you yeah, know, Everything just fell into place, huh? Yeah, you know, and that so very rarely happens. So mm-hmm. it was really nice that it did this time. Wow, that's great. So we know now what, what this film is about, and we uh, know how you started in acting. Uh, but uh, your first time out, you you landed Little Giants in the role yeah. of uh, Becky Icebox O'Shea. <laughs> yeah. How did you, I mean, you know... Working with those guys on your first film is is a pretty big movie. Oh yeah, I mean, I grew up watching Married with Children, so for me, it was, and I mean, God, you know, every movie that Rick has ever done was <laughs> like mm-hmm. was, a, was a kids' movie. So, um, and I actually got cast before those guys, and they were auditioning me with like uh, Randy Quaid and uh, Michael mm. Rapaport, wow, and like all these people, and then they landed on Ed, and I was like, yes. <laughs> Not that I don't like Randy Crater, Mike Rappaport, they're wonderful. But, right, oh, you know, no, I understand. When I heard it, it was like, yes. Yeah. So what was, it, what was it like? I mean, you know, you must have been thrilled, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Ed, I mean, I still talk with Ed today. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He's, um, I don't know, he deserves every bit of success that he gets. Like, he's the kind of guy where if somebody wants to take a picture with him, you know how, how uh, um, Al Bundy used to put his hands in his, pants you know yes. kind of like when he was, and like he's the kind of guy where if someone wants to take a picture with him like they'll they'll, they'll he'll do that you know if they want to do it like he doesn't he doesn't care you know he's not a snob he's not an ego he, he gets it he gets that we're entertainers here to entertain other people and it doesn't make us better than anybody else mm-hmm. and uh i don't know i got really lucky with the adults that i worked with when i was a kid because they never made me feel like the kid yeah and that movie was intense because i had to wait about two months and go through like seven different calls and then the final one was like all right we're gonna go in and meet steven spielberg and if he likes you he'll get the role okay if he likes me that's great that's that's no pressure there again just a man who's done every childhood movie that i watched i mean i've seen temple of doom over and over as a child Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so um and then after that interview they were like okay we like you we're gonna put you on hold for two weeks and that turned into another two weeks another two weeks and then finally okay you got the part but good lord i was just you know I, again i wanted that one so bad because it was me i read it and i'm like this is me mm-hmm. and um i don't know i just got so lucky with that that everybody was just once again so nice same thing american president every i mean that whole cast if you just read it off this is mind-boggling and uh, yeah. everybody treated me well like you know, you just really can't ask for more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you look at that cast, and and you know, you, you know, you mentioned Michael J. Fox and uh, Michael Douglas and Annette Bening and 
Martin Sheen. It's, yeah, Richard Dreyfuss, David Chamber, like everybody I is know. in that movie. <laughs> it's like, jeez, you know, it's unreal. And you know, so uh, you, you you got a chance to work with some some great people there. Yeah, I'll tell you a good one of the most surreal experiences for me on that was when um I was I was sitting next to Rob Reiner and I look over to my right and I see. Oliver Stone chasing Anthony Hopkins, tickling him, <laughs> and, and I, like schoolgirls. And I just looking over at Rob, I'm like, is that is that what I'm looking for? <laughs> is that what I'm looking at? And um, they were looking for sets for Nixon because they did Nixon right after he was mm-hmm. president, and they were going to use those sets for that. But I just remember going, hey, this is this is one hell of a world. <laughs> like Jeez. even at 15, I was like, this is this is one hell of a thing. Yeah. Now, when right. you were making those films, were you in, you know, acting, not acting classes, but going to regular, you know, your school on set, or were you in a regular school at that time? Yeah, actually, I, I had to go to a, a home school, and then the home school sets you up with a curriculum that you take to set, and they have a set teacher there, mm-hmm. and those set teachers are, you know, on the ball. But, um, yeah, my original school, <laughs> I remember... They wanted to fail me for an assignment, even though I had done it because they said I didn't get the, you know, uh, like interact, you know, interacting the educational interacting part with the kids. And I was like, but I'm interacting with all these other people over here, and it's actually making me more of an adult than it would if I hung around these kids. Like, why are you failing me? I, I did the work. It was one of those things where it was I was forced to go to a school that could cater to, you know, my needs as an actor, just because. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'd be gone months at a time, but um, I liked it better. It, it it forced me to be responsible, you know, like, and I was not a responsible kid <laughs> with my schoolwork, so, like, it was one of those things where it definitely taught me, you know, do your work now, and then you can play as long as you want for the rest of the day, where I was kind of a person who's like, I'm just going to put it off, put it off, put it off, and then not only do I not get to play, but I also don't get my homework done, you know, but... But when I got into homeschooling, it's like you have to do it yourself. And yeah. I don't know. In, in the long run, I look back and I think it was really good. Yeah. Now, in Little Giants, when you've got that many kids together, was yeah. it crazy as far as, you know, not necessarily on set or even on set? Uh, and then, of course, you, I'm sure you got Rick and Ed edging you guys on at times, probably. But Yeah. yeah. Well, Ed was great. He let me drive his Viper when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome um yeah you know some of the kids that still live in los angeles which isn't a few most of those kids are from all over the state but um the ones that are from here i still hang out with like really todd marcus yeah and um you know it it was that was again one of those (laughs) that movie lasted forever too it took us like a year to film it was the movie that just never ended (laughs) um it was basically um you know steven Spielberg giving this movie to the director Dwayne Dunham who was great but he was an editor and just um, was a perfectionist and you know we literally just filmed that movie for so many months <laughs> it was the movie that wouldn't end and for a kid that was great more time to hang out with my friends right know? yeah but um, it was it was such a big part of my childhood at that point from when I got it to when it ended it was almost uh, two years Wow! So, yeah, like, but that's it was crazy. That's great that you you know your first film you made lasting friends that has lasted you all your life so far. Yeah, you know, and not a lot of people can say that. I I feel very fortunate. Like 
those guys, and it's funny because Todd Todd hasn't changed. He's uh, he's the one with the he has a snot bubble, and uh, he's a little guy, <laughs> and uh, he hasn't changed. So when I go out with him, everybody always recognizes him from Little Giants, and then they'll ask me to take a picture of them together, and then they'll look at me, and then they'll kind of be like, "No way," <laughs> you know, like, "Wait a minute, you guys hang out together?" Like, you know, <laughs> it's it's so funny, but um, yeah, he's. Ah, poor Todd, he keeps it everywhere he goes. It's always, hey, the kids and little giants. But he doesn't mind, you know. He's he's a good sport about it. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. And a great actor. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Now, so uh, have you acted with any of those people over the years now? Not really. I mean, we've messed around with, you know, like Marcus wanted to film some stuff. And I was like, yeah, that'll be fun. But, you know, nothing, you know, just little shorts. Just yeah farting around on a Friday night, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're just they're just more just like good people that make me make me happy to hang around. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Shauna, uh, I want to finish up with two final questions here. Yeah. Uh, taking us away from your acting and everything. When you sit back and relax, what do you watch for TV? And what's your favorite mm-hmm. TV shows now and of the past? And what's your favorite movies now and of the past? Gosh, for for TV. Well, first of all, if I'm going to sit back and un, un, you know relax and unwind, I'm going to play some Call of Duty. <laughs> I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big video game nerd, so uh-huh. I'm I'm right up there with the Call of Duty. But if I were going to watch a TV show right now, I'm finishing off Sons of Anarchy, right? Which okay. is awesome. Yeah. Um, I you know can't believe I didn't watch that sooner. <laughs> but um, God, favorite movies, I. I really dig myself some some ga- the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like that type of movie was a perfect movie to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Usual Suspects. I could watch that movie over and over again. Good God, do I have a crush on Kevin Spacey? It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, pre- oh God, Trailer Park Boys. Have you ever watched Trailer Park Boys? No, I, I can't say I have. No. Okay, Trailer Park Boys. Exclamation point! <laughs> you you want to watch that? They're coming into town to perform. Um, they do like you know they like tour, and I'm I'm going to be front row in center. Can't wait to see them. Holy God! They just did a new uh, season on Netflix. Highly recommend it. Hmm. Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> all right, all right. Huh. Well, yeah, I I watched the crap out of that. <laughs> Well, Shauna, I want to make sure that everybody who's listening goes out and tell friends and everything else to check out your movie, which is called Nightlights. <laughs> Nightlights, yes. <laughs> Nightlights. I, I, I just had a mind blank there for a second. <laughs> That's okay. My brain farts all the time. <laughs> but Because it really sounds like a, a fantastic movie that I, I think a lot of people enjoy. And if you want to get away from you know the, the, the blow-ups and the, the explosions and everything and, and just see a movie with, with some real meaning to it, uh, be sure to check that one out. It comes out on January 13th. And um, anything else you got coming up that uh, that we you can talk about? No, I I run a um, I run a sound studio in in L.A. So if you need some uh, ISDN mixing, come to me. Ah. <laughs> but um, but no, I mean I like directing more than anything, and I'm gonna do something next year with my friend. Um, do you know Harlan Williams? Have you ever seen Half Baked? Yeah, I've seen the movie. Yeah. Yeah, my friend Harlan Williams is the 
kid that is not kid, Jesus, the adult that gets uh, put in jail, the kindergarten cop, you know, mm-hmm, okay. who they have to get out of jail. I'm going to direct a little short with him as my actor, which I'm very looking forward to. But it's more of a hobby now than than anything, you know. Like I, I feel like in order to enjoy the business, you have to make it a hobby and not your career. Mm-hmm. Otherwise. You're just constantly chasing the dragon and not doing what you want to do. Yeah. Like, I line produced, and months of my life could go by on other people's crappy projects just for line producing. I'm like, this isn't worth it. I want to have a life. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, anyway, directing and just pretty much just being happy and happy to be alive. Well, that's great, Shauna. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, and I wish you luck with the film. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, I really hope it does well. The guys that made it really deserve it, and... You know, I'm just really honored to be here. <laughs> thank you. What a fun guest, Shana Waldron. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us here at On Screen and Beyond about Nightlights and about Little Giants and the American President and so much more. It's a great guest. I want to thank her so much. Well, here we are getting into 2015 and we got a lot of fantastic guests coming our way and it's all because of you i want to thank all of you who are each week coming to on screen and beyond and listening to us and sending me emails and uh, you know a lot of them are encouraging emails and a lot of them have suggestions for guests and things like that and uh, i want to let you know that i am trying to get everybody who has sent something uh, send a request about who they would like to have. I am trying to get that person. Sometimes I can't, but uh, I really am trying, and I appreciate you taking the time to do that, and I appreciate you sharing your time with me by coming here and listening to us each week here at On Screen and Beyond. All over the world, a lot of people from uh, different countries, and uh, we just keep getting more and more listeners every week, and I thank you so much for doing that. Tell a friend about On Screen and Beyond. I'm sure they can go back to onscreenandbeyond.com, go in our rerun section, and look at all the guests we've had. And I guarantee there's somebody in there that they would be very interested to listen to, and I bet there's probably a lot more than one. So check that out, and that is a wrap for this week. So until next week, when we once again take you On Screen and Beyond, I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.